Hello, folks, and welcome to Wait 5 Minutes, the Floridian podcast. I'm Nick D'Alessandro. This week, I'll break down the complicated details of the 12 amendments being voted on in the state of Florida in the upcoming general election on November 6th. If you aren't registered to vote for the big day, your final day to do so is October 9th. That's under two weeks away. You can find out more information at registertovoteflorida.gov. You can do it online or you can do it mailed in. You just got to do it. If you're not interested in registering with one of the two majority parties, and I don't blame you if that's the case, that's fine. Independent voters can still vote in the general election, unlike in the primaries. It's your duty. It's your right. Don't waste it. I'll be honest with you. The news this week has been exhausting. So I'm going to give you a break. Instead of berating you with more bad news related to the state of Florida, I'll provide you with two of my favorite news stories from Florida this week, as well as our Florida Animal of the Week. Also, an announcement. October is approaching, which means we will officially be in my favorite time of year. For those of you who follow me on Twitter, which you can do so, I'm at the TheNixterDA, you know that I love to share some of my favorite spooky topics throughout the month of October. I'll be doing that here on Wait 5 Minutes as well for the first three weeks of October. I am so excited for this series, and I hope you are too. Next week is our first episode. Our topic is not only my favorite piece of Florida lore, but one of my favorite pieces of lore, period. The Skunk Ape. I'll be going down to the Skunk Ape Research Headquarters in South Florida and telling you all about Florida's own Bigfoot. Alright, on with the promised good news. A kangaroo named Storm was seen hopping around the suburban streets of South Florida earlier this week. His owner, Eric Westergaard, went out searching in an attempt to find his pet with no luck. However, in the middle of the night on Wednesday, Westergaard's friends found the kangaroo near Jupiter Farms. Westergaard arrived, and once he had the kangaroo in his arms, the animal curled up and was safely brought home. His owner and his friends had celebrations in the middle of the night. I think that so often people love to mock Florida for our strange news stories, such as a kangaroo jumping through the suburbs, and laugh. They rarely, however, tell the full story, and I think Storm the Kangaroo's story is a classic example of the rare happy ending in those bizarre Florida stories. Also, starting in October, in support of Breast Cancer Awareness Month, Florida Hospital will be offering 30-minute, $30 mammograms for women and men. This is only available during the month of October, but Florida Hospital states that early detection is the quote-unquote best line of defense against breast cancer. You can find out more at floridahospital.com. Our Florida Animal of the Week is Colibur Constrictor, or the Racer Snake. There are three species of these snakes in Florida, and they are all non-venomous. The three racers are the Everglades Racer, the Brown Chin Racer, and the Southern Black Racer. The first two are less common specifically found in certain ecological areas, but the Southern Black Racer can be found throughout the state. They range from being a foot long to being as large as five feet long. They live in all major ecosystems in the state. They are considered harmless, but they will bite if they need to defend themselves, or if they're cornered. They are agile and can climb and swim very quickly. They can create a buzzing sound by wiggling the back of their tails against leaf beds. They are inherently nervous creatures and rely on fleeing when in danger, hence their name. They are not currently endangered, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't look out for them. If a sleek, skinny, jet black snake zooms across your path, be kind. They're just very nervous. Now for our featured story. There are 12 amendments that will be voted on in the general election on November 6th. These amendments are at the state level and include topics related to everything from gambling to taxes to offshore drilling. There were 13 amendments, but Amendment 8 was removed by the state Supreme Court because the information in it was unclear. 
It was related to charter schools. Charter schools are currently under the jurisdiction of local school districts. If Amendment 8 was approved, the control of charter schools would have been moved to the state level. Several of the remaining 12 are facing similar disputes, but none of them have been removed as of today. For an amendment to be approved, it requires 60% of the voters to vote yes on it. I will be covering in brief detail all 12 and will highlight the most important parts of these amendments. I would highly recommend that you check out Ballotpedia.org if you're interested in reading more on the minute details of these amendments or check out the Florida Division of Elections website for specific text from the articles being voted on. Okay, here we go. Amendment 1 is titled the Increased Homestead Property Tax Exemption. Homestead property tax exemption is related to tax exemption for people with houses that are valued at a certain number. If Amendment 1 is approved, the cap for how expensive those houses are will be increased to $125,000. Currently, they're at about $100,000. So, people with more expensive houses will get tax exemptions for their property if Amendment 1 is approved. Amendment 2 is related to non-homesteads, which includes rental apartments, commercial businesses, vacant lots, and houses that are rented. An amendment in 2008 related to this was approved that put a cap on property taxes on these properties at 10%. But if Amendment 2 is approved, it would put a permanent cap on the property taxes on non-homestead properties at 10%. A group in support of Amendment 2 is called Everybody is for Amendment 2. It's a group that says passing Amendment 2 would, quote, help communities thrive by preventing excessive property taxes, unquote. Amendment 3 is interesting. It's called Voter Control of Gambling in Florida. This would make it so the changing laws related to casino gambling would require a vote from the citizens of Florida. Gambling in this state is currently regulated. The only places to do any sort of gambling are related to horse and dog racing and casinos that are on reservations. Amendment 4, and this is the one I'm going to share my opinion on. It's Voting Registration Amendment. I'm going to read you the full text of Amendment 4. This amendment restores the voting rights of Floridians with felony convictions after they complete all terms of their sentence, including parole or probation. The amendment would not apply to those convicted of murder or sexual offenses who would continue to be permanently barred from voting unless the governor and cabinet vote to restore their voting rights in a case-by-case basis. I'll read the beginning part of that again. This amendment restores the voting rights of Floridians with felony convictions after they complete all terms of their sentence, including parole or probation. Florida is one of only three states in the entire country that the only way to restore your voting rights is through individual petitions or applications. In my opinion, you have to vote yes on four. Amendment five is supermajority vote required to impose, authorize, or raise state taxes or fees. Requiring a supermajority vote means that if you're voting on something, you would need two-thirds of that legislative house to approve in order for that thing to go forward. So, this is specifically related to raising taxes. It cannot be done unless two-thirds of the houses of legislature approve it. Amendment 6. This one is complicated because it has multiple things in it. They're both related to criminal justice, but they aren't connected necessarily. It's called Rights of Crime Victims, semicolon, Justices. So, the basic part of it is a thing called Marcy's Law. Marcy's Law has been enacted in several states, starting with California. It would grant certain rights to victims of crimes. They are the following. The right to be notified about and present at proceedings. The right to be heard at proceedings, including release, plea, sentencing, disposition, and parole of the accused. The right to be protected from the accused. The right to be notified about release or escape of the accused. The right to refuse an interview or deposition at the request of the accused. 
the right to receive restitution from the individual who committed the criminal offense. Along with Marcy's Law, Amendment 6 would also raise the state judge retirement age from 70 to 75. Strange that these two are on the same amendment. Another strange one. Amendment 7. First responder and military member survivor benefits semicolon public colleges and universities. So the first part of this amendment is that it would grant mandatory benefits to families of first responders and military personnel who died doing official duties. It also makes it mandatory that college and university boards get a supermajority approval if they're going to increase fees. So, both related to funding, but not inherently connected. Amendment 8, you'll remember, has been removed. Amendment 9. Prohibits offshore oil and gas drilling prohibits vaping in enclosed indoor spaces. All on the same amendment. I don't understand. Anyway. It prevents offshore drilling for oil and gas in certain areas along the coast and prohibits vape from enclosed indoor workplaces. Both environmental, but not necessarily connected. Amendment 10. State and local government structure and operation. This is a huge amendment and passes several different things. It requires the legislature to provide for a State Department of Veterans Affairs. It creates a State Office of Domestic Security and Counterterrorism. It adds to the legislative calendar. And it prevents counties from removing the public elected opportunity from certain offices. So currently in our counties, several of these positions are publicly elected, such as tax collector or sheriff. If this is approved, then it would prevent the counties from removing the ability for us to vote on these things. Amendment 11. Property rights, semicolon, removal of obsolete provision, semicolon, criminal statutes. This one's also very complicated, as it also includes things that I find to be unnecessary, including removal of a statute related to high-speed ground transportation. But the main thing is this. It would allow foreign-born persons who are ineligible to become citizens to own or possess property in the state. Amendment 12. I'm going to share a little bit of my opinion as well. It's lobbying and abuse of office by public officers. Voting yes on 12 would prohibit public officials from lobbying in office and for six years after leaving office. It also prohibits officials from using their office for quote-unquote disproportionate benefit. If you're interested in cleaning up the government, you should vote in favor of Amendment 12. Amendment 13 is certainly the most highly controversial of the ones involved. It ends dog racing. That's the title. Ends dog racing. The ballot summary is as follows. Phases out commercial dog racing in connection with wagering by 2020. Other gaming activities are not affected. So we are only one of 10 states where dog racing is legal. And if this happens, dog racing, including and specifically related to greyhound racing, will be obsolete in our state. This has stirred up a lot of people's opinions. The NRA chief lobbyist in the state of Florida named Marion Hammer opposes Amendment 13, and here's why. She says that the following sentence will be misused in the future. Here's the sentence. Quote, The humane treatment of animals is a fundamental value of the people of the state of Florida. Unquote. Marion Hammer says that it is likely that advocates will use the phrase humane treatment of animals in order to make hunting and fishing illegal in the state of Florida. There is no evidence to support her claim. So I know I talked about this a lot. I'm going to break it down real quick in short little sentences so you can remember easily and quickly. Voting yes on Amendment 1 would give tax exemptions to people with more expensive houses. Voting yes on Amendment 2 would put a permanent cap on non-homestead property taxes. 
Amendment 3 would make it that if any laws related to gambling are changed in the state of Florida, it would have to be done by vote. Amendment 4 allows non-sexual assault and non-murder related criminals to have their voting rights restored. Amendment 5 would make it so that a supermajority is required to raise taxes in the houses of legislature in the state of Florida. Amendment 6 would give certain rights to crime victims and also increase the retirement age for state justices. Amendment 7 would give benefits to first responder and military families if they die in the line of duty, and would also make it required that a supermajority be given if a college or university board is going to increase their fees. Amendment 9 would prevent offshore drilling from oil and gas in certain areas and would prohibit vapes from enclosed indoor workplaces. Amendment 10 would create a State Department of VA, a State Office of Domestic Security and Counterterrorism, add to the legislative calendar, and also take away certain rights of county governments. Amendment 11 would remove languages from certain articles in our government that are considered discriminatory, specifically related to allowing foreign-born persons who are ineligible from citizenship to own or possess property. Amendment 12 would prevent public officials from lobbying in office and for six years after leaving office and would also prevent them from getting disproportionate benefits. Amendment 13 would ban dog racing in the state of Florida. That's it. That's everything. 12 little amendments. Next week, on October 5th, I'll be covering the Skunk Ape. For the two weeks after that, in the month of October, I'll be covering other folklore and supernatural topics related to the state of Florida, but I'll tell you about those when the time comes. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider subscribing or leaving a review or sharing with a friend. If you're listening to this on September 28th, look out for me on Towny Tourist on September 29th. I'm going to be giving a live Facebook walking tour of my hometown of Altamont Springs. I'll be talking about the history of Altamont, the history of this part of Central Florida, and also probably talking about the amendments. If you have any questions or suggestions for an episode, you can reach me at wait5minutespodcast at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Our theme song is Good Thoughts by Lobo Loco. This episode featured several other songs from Lobo Loco, and you can find the names of those in the episode description below. All the articles and websites can be found down there as well. Remember, Election Day is November 6th. Get registered to vote by October 9th and get ready to make the change. It's vitally important. Until next week, I'm Nick D'Alessandro. Be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and please drink more water. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider subscribing or leaving a review or sharing with a friend. <laughs> sharing with Fran Drescher. <laughs>